Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of Taylor A Sports with Kevin Taylor. I am your host, Kevin Taylor. Thank you so much for joining me as I come to you as I do every program from my hometown, the capital of Georgia, none other than Atlanta. And it's the program where we're rocking the sports bell from the ATL. Make sure that you check me out anytime. As I always tell you, I'm on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Kevin Taylor 98 So if you want to know a particular situation, I try to keep you abreast of what's going on, especially when I go out to games. So try to keep you uh, updated with the latest information that way as well. Again, that's Kevin Taylor, 98, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hopefully everyone's doing well. Hopefully everyone's having a great week. It's a great week sports-wise. The Braves are back in spring training. Pitchers and catchers, at least. Uh, The position players, I think, will report on Sunday. And uh, Great Food League play will begin next Friday. So that means, you know, spring training, warmer weather right around the corner, right? <laughs> so always looking forward to that. But, uh, you know, I just wanted to mention that as well. Of course, you've got the NFL Combine that's coming up in just a few days. So a lot going on here, you know, in uh, professional sports, no doubt about that. But, of course, you know, you've got college action that uh, is getting some news as well, as we just recently had um, – the uh, uh, National Signing Day, and uh, Georgia, of course, we talked about them on the last program. They did exceptionally well, pretty much the top recruiting class, not only in the state but the country. Also, Georgia Tech, they picked up some new recruits as well as Georgia State, so we're going to talk about that. You're going to hear comments from head coach Paul Johnson. You're going to also hear my conversation with uh, John Collins of the Atlanta Hawks, as the Hawks are now in the all-star break, as well as former Kyle Corver, so you'll be able to hear my conversation with him as well. But like I said, last week was National Signing Day, and uh, Georgia Tech, they picked up some uh, key players. Linebacker Jordan Dominic, who's 6'3", 220 out of Lakeland, Florida. Quan Griffin, who's uh, uh, going to be pretty much looked at as a, a key a key player for uh, Tech's defense on the defensive line. He's six foot, 275. He's out of Rome, Georgia, so uh, he's highly regarded as a uh, defensive lineman there. Also, Christian Malloy, he's an A-back, B-back. He's 5'10", 200 pounds out of Lilburn, Georgia. He went to local Parkview High School, so um, you know they added some, some key pieces, some, some uh, new players, um, uh, high school recruits in December, so these three players have been added on to the future Jack is coming up at the start of the season. So let's get Coach Johnson's take on this year's recruiting. Uh, well, first off, I think that we're going to, you know, we'll probably end up signing uh, three guys to finish up today, but we've, we've got two that we can release. Uh, Jaquan uh, Griffin from Rome, defensive lineman, who, uh, you know, we feel like is a really good player. Uh, very explosive, really strong. Uh, been a starter there on back-to-back state championship teams at, at Rome High School. 
and uh, our defensive staff feels like that he can come in and compete right away for some playing time, and then that's an area we want to try to build more depth. And then Christian Malloy, young man, is running back at uh, Parkview here in Gwinnett County. Uh, we got on a little bit late, but uh, we've always kind of followed him. He had a, a, a knee injury early on his uh, junior year, and I think that uh, that limited his recruitment a little bit early. But after we watched him play this year, it was pretty clear to us that he regained his uh, speed and mobility, especially towards the end of the year. And excited about him. I think he's, we'll start him a B-back, but he could play uh, A-back as well. So we're trying to, to get a little bigger at A-back, and he's the guy that can, can do that as well. All right, that was head coach Paul Johnson of Georgia Tech talking about his recruiting, recruiting class of 2018 on National Signing Day. So um, some key pieces to uh, kind of feel there because Tech, you know, for the past couple of years, they've not played very well, especially on defense. So, uh, like you said, Corn Griffin should uh, provide dividends early on. Now, the other team in Metro Atlanta is just right down the street from Georgia Tech, Georgia State. They have some good signees as well. Sam Pickney, who's a wide receiver, 6'2", 210, out of Greenwood, South Carolina. Swift Lyle, who's a quarterback, 6'3", 195, out of Mobile, Alabama. Seth Page is a running back. He's 5'10", 180, out of Glen St. Mary, Florida. You've got an offensive lineman. Travis Glover, who's 6'5", 310, out of Vienna, Georgia. Zachary Dixon, who's an inside linebacker, 6 feet 210, from Hollywood, Florida. Destin Coates, out of Tallahassee, Florida, 5'10", 180 pounds, who's a running back. Then off, uh, outside linebacker, uh, John Trey Hunter, who's 6'2", 195, out of Tampa, Florida. Then Courtney Williams, who's a safety, who's 6'2", 180, out of Hokersville, Georgia. And you got Mario Dungy. He was a nose guard who could also play defensively and was 6'3", 285 pounds. Yeah, that's big, big boy. <laughs> out of Mobile, Alabama. But you got two guys out of Mobile. And you've got four out of Florida. You kind of see a little bit of the uh, kind of recruiting that uh, Coach Elliott did there, Sean Elliott. You know, going down to South Georgia. Uh, Alabama, rather, and also Southern Florida, you know, to get some good recruits. Northern Georgia, and, uh, um, Greenwood, South Carolina, Hogansville, Georgia, Vienna, Georgia. So some good recruits there by uh, Coach Elliott. So he's looking for some good results from his signees as well. So uh, good uh, National Signing Day throughout the state for Georgia, Georgia Tech, and also Georgia State. It's Taylor Made Sports with Kevin Taylor, where we're rocking the sports bell from the ATL. Now, let's move on to basketball. And speaking of Georgia Tech, they text Joshua Kogi. He scored a game high 20 points. But Dural Moore, he has 17 points. And Ryan Crawford scored 16 as Wake Forest beat Georgia Tech 79 to 62 on Wednesday night. Now, the teams combined to hit 20 of their first 35 shots for the field, and that included 11 of 19 by Wake Forest. Wake Forest entered the game with a three-game losing streak, and, of course, they snapped that. Wake Forest is now 10-16 on the season, and uh, they actually put together a 10-0 run that gave them a 36-26 lead um, with uh, 3.43 remaining in the first half. And, you know, Tech, they're 
They're just not, not playing very well here. Joshua Koki hit five of 13 shots from the floor, 10 of 11 from the foul line. Ben Lammers, T, scored 14 points for the Yellow Jackets, who are now 11 of 15. But uh, check this out, though. Entering Wednesday's game, the Jackets are league worst. Just under five three-pointers a game, making just under five three-pointers a game. Yeah. And they can make it only on one of the nine attempts from three-point range on Wednesday against Bay Quarters. That's not going to get it done. Not going to get it done. Take make 17 of 24 free throws to Wake Forest's 12 of 17. And uh, turnovers. Take has committed about 13 turnovers, turnovers per game this season. That's down from last season slightly. Um, but uh, 12.8 in the ACC games, down from 13.3 last season. Actually, the turnover, turnover rate per game is 12.9. That's down from 13.4. But, of course, Coach Pastor said you got to limit the turnovers, and that's what's really hurting this team right now. Uh, Texas guards combined for seven of their 22 defensive rebounds because Clemson, uh, Tudor Jackson, Jose Alvarado, and Joshua Kobe are averaging 3.7 rebounds per game or higher this season. So Texas has some work to do, um, but uh, this year is just definitely not the same as last year for sure. Texas next game is at home this Saturday at 12 noon against Virginia Tech. And if you're not able to make it to Alexander Memorial Coliseum, you can catch all the action coming up on ESPN2. Now, the Georgia Tech women tonight, as we record this program on Thursday, February 15th, they will be hosting North Carolina at 7 o'clock at Alexander – I'm sorry, I said Alexander Memorial Coliseum. I mean, McCambridge Pavilion, you know, that was the old thriller, though. But, yeah, McCambridge Pavilion is where the men and women play. Um the first 150 fans receive a free pink donut, courtesy of Krispy Kreme. How about that? And the first 100 fans receive a pink T-shirt as well. And uh, a win, by the way, will be the 290th for head coach Michelle Joseph. So uh, good night all the way around for the women's team. Hopefully they can pull out a win as they uh, do something great for the fans and also the community um, over at McKimish Pavilion. So uh, just like I said, the tip off is at 7 o'clock if you're listening to the program live. And uh, you just still got time to get there, get that free donut and cheer on the Lady Jackets to victory over North Carolina. Now, keeping it on the flats, Georgia Tech, their baseball team, they begin they see their season on Friday at home against Minnesota. Also, they'll be taking on Bradley and UConn in the Atlanta Challenge. Friday's game is at 4 o'clock, Saturday's is at 2, and Sunday's is at 1. Now, Georgia Tech is led by returners, Joey Bart, Wade Bailey, Jerry Detop, and uh, Kale Johnson, Tristan English, and Austin Wilhite. Now, uh, for Joey Bart, he's a consensus preseason All-American, while Bailey was a two-time preseason All-American. So uh, you've got some great guys who are coming back here. Uh, Georgia Tech head coach Danny Hall. He's recorded a total of 988 wins as the manager of the Yellow Jackets. Now, can you believe this is his 25th season? Wow, I remember when he came from Miami, and it's hard to believe he's been here now 25 years. That is something. Wow. Congratulations, Coach Hall, on your silver anniversary. I'm pretty sure we'll be talking to you during the season right here on Taylor Mates Sports with Kevin Taylor. But Coach Hall is just 12 wins shy 
of course, of recording his 1,000 wins for the baseball program. That's phenomenal. Phenomenal. 25 seasons. Congratulations, Coach Hall. And I hope that this is going to be a great season for you and your team. They kind of slipped a little bit last year, but I know they're going to try to rebuild, uh, uh, bounce back this year. And uh, Coach Hall is a great manager, great person to talk to, and uh, I hope they do well, especially starting out their season coming up on Friday against Minnesota. And, again, first pitch is at 4 o'clock at Russ. Now moving on to the NBA, the Hawks. They ended the first half of the season on a whimper as they lost two straight on the road. In Milwaukee and Detroit, the Hawks entered the all-star break tie with Phoenix with the worst record in the NBA at 18-41. The bright spot for the Hawks, though, is Ricky John Collin. He scored 11 points against Detroit. Now, check out his averages now. Thanks to Michael Cunningham with AJC, he put up some good numbers, and I wanted to share them with you as well. Um, he's shooting 60, 62%, which is the best among 16 NBA rookies. He's also second among rookies in rebounding at 13 and a half. And his 22 uh, per game is second among the same group of rookies as well. Uh, his season averages so far are 10 points per game and seven boards. Now, I recently spoke to him in the locker room, and I asked him pretty much about how he felt his first half of his rookie season has gone so far. It's been a, a true learning experience. Uh, so many W's, a lot, a lot more L's. Uh, just things to learn from, things that I can develop from. And uh, like I said, it's been a journey. I'm just trying to, you know, not really trying to overanalyze it, I'm trying to wait that this season to really take it all in. But right now, I'm just taking it day by day, and um, it's a fun experience so far, definitely. Talk about playing in the Rising Stars game coming up through All Star Weekend. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. You know, I get to uh, graduate with my brother TP. Um, so it's going to be fun. Hopefully, you know, shot for the Hawks uh, organization out in LA. But I mean, that's definitely a big step for me. My first year um, in the in the big leagues, I get to go out uh, in LA for the you know All Star Weekend, which is pretty cool. For if I do say so myself, so obviously a big accomplishment um, for both of us. We're just like I said, we're going to try to represent for the organization tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Yes, I think it will be. Of course, he meant TP is his teammate Torrey and Prince, so that's what he calls TP. And uh, so they're going to be in the Rising Stars game coming up on Friday night, so make sure you check that out. The All-Star Game is this Sunday in prime time, and the Hawks return to action on Friday, February 23rd, on the road against Indiana. And the next home game, by the way, is on Monday, February 26th, against the L.A. Lakers. So hopefully everyone can head down to Phillips Arena and welcome them back home and start the second half of the season off right. Now, don't look now, but here come the Cleveland Cavaliers. They've won four straight and three since the major team overhaul at the trade deadline. They're still in third place in the Eastern Conference, but, of course, with LeBron James, you never know what could happen. As the season winds down, they could, you know, maneuver in their uh, positioning in the conference. Kyle Corbett, though, he's played well, especially last Friday against his old team, the Atlanta Hawks. He scored, get this, 30 points in 32 minutes of action. Yeah. I mean, Kyle was hot. I was there. I saw it. I mean, he's almost unstoppable. I mean, he's shooting shots there. It was, it was phenomenal. I mean, any other player, I think, it would have been like, oh, man, why don't they put a bigger body on this guy? You know, what, what are they doing? No, but I think this is it's Kyle Corver. I think, I think from a fan's perspective here in Atlanta, it's like, hey, he's still one of our favorite guys. Even though he's in a different uniform, Kyle is still Kyle, and he's still one of our favorites. So if anybody was going to score 30 points, you don't really want to have 30 points 
of course, scored on you by one person. But if it's anybody, I think from a fan's perspective, you want it to be Kyle Corey because you want the best from him, and also you still want him to have the best as well and to play well because he was a fan favorite. Now, that was actually two away from his career high of 32 points. And uh, I actually spoke with Kyle after the game, and I asked him about with all the trades that happened at the deadline, did he think that his role was no, I think it'll probably be about the same. You know, but uh, so we're going to practice tomorrow, and we'll start incorporating these new guys. And and, uh, and then there's going to be a, you know, a chunk of games where we're just going to have to figure it out. We're going to figure out what works and what lineups work. And you know, it's, not, it's not ideal to do this right before the All-Star break, but uh, that's what we got. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do our best. All right, so Cleveland, you know, they took care of Oklahoma City uh, earlier this week. So, uh, like I said, they've won four straight. So, don't look now. But you come to Cleveland Cavaliers. That's almost a scary thought, you know. Wow, they can make it back to the NBA Finals again. Wow. <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, college basketball. Is Georgia State their men's basketball team. They'll take on the in-state rival Georgia Southern on Friday night at 9, 9 o'clock on ESPN2. The Panthers will be going for their 20th win of the season, so I hope Coach Hunter can be able to get that because he's coaching a great group of guys who's very competitive and they have a hunger to win. Now, Georgia, they're coming off a 72-69 to loss to Florida on Wednesday. The next game is on Saturday against Tennessee. Morehouse. They're now 21-1. and one. They'll take on Albany State on Saturday at 3 o'clock, then Fort Valley State on Monday at 7 o'clock, and CAU in the big AU Center rematch next Thursday night to close out the season. All three games are at home, and that game next Thursday will be at 7 o'clock. And um, my question is, can they win out and be the outright SIAC champion, regular season champion? So we'll see. So uh, Coach Brewer, you know, he's, he's going to have his guys ready for sure. So they've got three tough games here coming up starting on Saturday. So make sure that you try to go down to the Forbes Arena on the campus of Morehouse College. And uh, they're playing very well. Like I said, 21-1 and nationally ranked as well. Now, CAU, now the women, they won their seventh straight game by defeating Miles 61-45 on Wednesday at home. The 10th-rate Lady Panthers are 16-7, and seven, and they actually take on Fort Valley State on Saturday at 2 o'clock and Albany State on Monday at 6. Both games are at home. Now for the men, the men's team, they actually, they've got a tough stretch coming up as well. Saturday, they will take on Fort Valley State at 4 o'clock at home. Also, they'll be taking on Albany State on Monday at 8 p.m at home at the Epps Gymnasium. And then, like I told you, the big AU Center rematch against Morehouse College at 7 o'clock coming up next Thursday night. Uh, so, really, Clark Atlanta and Morehouse don't really have to leave the city of Atlanta. I mean, that they'll be in their own beds, you know, resting before that, that rematch occurs. So, um, great to see uh, that both of those teams are doing well. But uh, that game for – Fort Valley State with uh, Clark Atlanta will be on Saturday at 4 o'clock. Monday is at 8 o'clock at the Epps Gymnasium. So if you're able to go and uh, see some college basketball right here in the city of Atlanta, 
You know, because Georgia State, like I told you, will be playing on the road. So uh, should be some good games. Should be some great games there. Uh, so go on out and uh, check them out. So I know they'd love to have you down there. Um, but at the same time, uh, I would like to see more national recognition for both of those teams. I, I know you've got some other teams that are playing much better than they are, but at the same time, it's, it's uh, this is just a once almost in 10, maybe 15 years that this occurs that both teams are doing well. But, uh, you know, hopefully they can keep this momentum up. But would it be something if both teams had a third match, matchup in the SIAC tournament? Wouldn't it be something? And maybe in a championship game? Wow, you know, you had a lot of media exposure, you know, for the game at Clark Atlanta last week. And you're going to probably have more exposure at Morehouse because it's a bigger gymnasium. Um, they they built it larger during the Olympics. Um you know, added more seating rather. Would it be something they wind up in the championship game if if the seating was like that? You know, just just something to think about. Wow, something. All right, Eugene, women, we can't leave you out. You know, uh, actually, the women failed to Tennessee earlier in the week, but um, women actually will be in action coming up in just a few minutes against South Carolina at seven o'clock. And uh, that game will be a home game. And then on the 19th, that's Monday at 7 o'clock, as they travel to Ole Miss to take on the Rebels at 7 o'clock Eastern, as well as next Thursday night, they'll be in Alabama to take on the Crimson Tide. So the uh, women are playing very well. Like I said, they were ranked 18 until, you know, that loss to Tennessee probably would drop them down lower than that. But uh, the Georgia women are, like I said, playing very well, and hopefully they can keep up that momentum. All right, well, that's going to do it for this edition of Taylor Made Sports with Kevin and Taylor. Thank you so much for joining me, everybody. Thank you so much for listening wherever you are. I really do love you for showing love to me and this program. And, of course, you know, you've got the Daytona 500 coming up as well down in Daytona. You know, race season here in Atlanta is also on the way as well at Atlanta Motor Speedway. So that's coming up. So you got NASCAR season, you got baseball season on the way, and uh, just a lot going on here in Atlanta. So, uh, like I told you, you know, you can check me out anytime on social media at Kevin Taylor98. Kevin Taylor98. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So uh, it's going to be a great, great time. Atlanta Sports right now. Speaking of Atlanta Motor Speedway, they're getting ready for the Foles of Honor Quick Trip 500. That will be on Sunday, February 25th, so that's a week from Sunday. Uh, you've got the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series qualifying. That's on Friday, February 23rd. The Xfinity Series and Camping World Truck Series doubleheader on Saturday, February 24th. And like I said, the Foles of Honor Quick Trip 500 on Sunday, February 25th at 1 o'clock. So some great racing action down at Atlanta Motor Speedway for sure. All right, now, that's going to do it for this edition of Taylor Day Sports with Kevin Taylor. You know, just want to get that in before I left. Never be discouraged, always encouraged. Thank you so much for joining me each and every time I'm with you. Until the next time, my friends, I'm out. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.